scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. Level 2 begins. And now with the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Boston beats Miami 121 to 108. The game sails over the 213 and a half. Boston cover the number and are laying the same number again on Sunday. Minus three and a half. The Boston Celtics. Meanwhile, money continues to come in on the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets getting five. Um, throwing it down on a Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night's all right uh, for fighting, and Saturday night's all also all right for winning a Stanley Cup, which that's what the Tampa Bay Lightning can do. Kevin Shattenkirk gets it done in overtime, as predicted earlier tonight on this uh, same radio station by, I don't know, a very smart host, me, plus 290. We had a vision. Um, the eight ball, we shook the eight ball, and it said this game's going to overtime, and it did. Uh, go to overtime. We also told you Tampa was going to win in overtime. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Stanley Cup uh, will be uh, given to the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, tomorrow night. Um, they're going back-to-back, incredibly difficult spot uh, right now for the Dallas Stars to be in. Just emotionally uh, worn out. You know it's done. Tampa's going to get it done uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're going to try to figure out who else is going to get it done uh, tomorrow. The SEC is back. we got ACC football, of course. NFL, and I think we're going to dedicate the second half of the program to the National Football League. We'll run the gauntlet and go game by game, get you caught up to date as far as the point spreads uh, are concerned, as there has been uh, quite a bit of line uh, movement. Major League uh, Baseball playoffs are around the corner. Uh, Baseball playoffs uh, start on Tuesday. We'll get you caught up to date and uh, clear up the playoff uh, picture a little bit. If the season has started uh, now, we'll give it a playoff uh, matchups Tuesday. We've got four American League games Wednesday. Everybody's in action. Everybody is in action. Eight Major League Baseball playoff games on Wednesday. And the NBA Finals were set to start on September the 30th, which actually is uh, Wednesday. Yet the NBA also said that it's tentative and it's scheduled to change. I guess, you know, they're going to have to see how things play out. But listen, if Boston wins on Sunday... They're not playing on Tuesday and then Wednesday again. So, that, I don't know. Maybe the finals will start Thursday then after the fact. But, hey, like everything else in 2020, it's wax. Sports Rage Late Night, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without Rage Hall. <laughs> All right, let's roll. The Friday Night Free Show continues. I am Renzi. Sports Rage, late night. Uh, we're going to try to track down Tony Finn in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. He's probably in line at a sports book right now, p- putting in a major, major play because that's what Finn does. Um, so, NFL football. Let's talk some NFL football. Man, we've talked a lot of basketball. It's funny. I figured, like, when when football got here that, 
we'd sort of, you know, dive in all the time. And, you know, basketball wouldn't take a back seat. But quite frankly, basketball has been so intriguing. And, you know, the, the series have been so good. Uh, the games have been good. The storylines uh, have been, um, you know, there's just been a lot of uh, interesting angles uh, to the NBA uh, playoffs. Uh, but I think we have our best NFL week yet, actually. You know, let's be real. Week one, there wasn't really a lot of ton of great games. Week two, there were it got a little better. I'm I'm talking as far as you know, high profile, cool matchups are concerned. Uh, but this week, I think this week we got some really really big time cool football games, including the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. I would say uh, including uh, the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints including the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks, including the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, there's some there's some big-time, really good uh, football games uh, going on this week. And there's also a couple of football games going on this week in which the, the losing coach really could be fired after the fact. And I know it's early, I don't know, though. Like, is, is, is Arthur Blank, is he ever going to fire Dan Quinn? I don't think he's going to have to because I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to win this football game. I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to win this football game. Although, and I've said it a couple of times, this game has push written all over it, man. All right? You know, this, this, you know, this game has push written all over it. It really does. Like, can't you just see the Atlanta Falcons winning this game on a last-minute field goal type thing? Last second field goal, and the Falcons win by three, and the game's a push. <laughs> um, listen, the spread is uh, the spread is three. The total is forty-seven, and you know you don't really think of points in a Chicago Bears game, but how can there not be points? How can there not be points in an Atlanta Falcon uh, football game? Let, let's just be real. Uh, you know, you look at a Falcons defense, and you know even the Bears. I'd say e- even the Bears are going to have success, enough success and and move the football. But I do believe the Atlanta Falcon offense is good enough to score on anybody. Uh, I do. I think I think their offense is good enough uh, to score uh, on anybody. And I think Atlanta will do enough to win this football game. And I think it'll go over the number of 47. The Philadelphia Eagles. Laying four and a half points right now. Another team, very similar to the Atlanta Falcons. Not a lot of people have confidence in the bird teams in the NFL right now, right? Not a lot of confidence. And you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and in the first week uh, of the season, I don't know, things were normal. They were winning what? They were winning like 17-0. They were literally up 17-0. Think about the Eagles season. At the first half, uh, of of week one to where they are right now, they're up seventeen nothing, you know. And I'm thinking, oh man, I'm an idiot for thinking Washington was going to hang around in this football game. And then Washington respond with twenty seven unanswered points. And then last week the Eagles just got ambushed by the Rams, and the Eagles were never really in that football game. You know, they kind of were, but they were always a step behind, right? The problem for the Eagles has been turnovers. They're minus five through two games. So when you're minus two and a half turnovers a game, it's hard to win. I don't care who you are, what league you're in. It just is. 
if you're a college football team, if you're an arena football league team, if you're a Canadian football league team, or, or you're an NFL football team, you turn the ball over five, you know, if you have a minus five differential in turnovers after two games, you, you probably lost those two games. They have to do a better job. Carson Wentz has to do a better job protecting the football. He, you're not Daniel Jones, bro. You're not a kid. You know what I mean? You're, you're not a kid. Like, you've been in the league long enough now that these turnovers can't happen. And, you know, like two quick turn, turnovers in a span of five minutes against the Washington uh, football team that, uh, oh, I nearly called them uh, that other, uh, you know, their old name, but I didn't. But I didn't. The Washington football team. But, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, a lot of people, you want to say, well, it's not just Carson Wentz and they don't have this and they don't have that. But I've been reading a lot of the statistical data, actually, all right? And, listen, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest stat nerd, but at the same point in time, some stats are just facts. And Carson Wentz, like, is horrible this year. You know, like, Carson Wentz is the most protected quarterback? Like, he's had the most time. Like, Carson Wentz has not been running for his life. It's not like he's, you know, oh, Carson's running for his life. He's not. The Eagles' offensive line has been good. Carson Wentz has time. He's just, like, missing guys, and he's turning the ball over. He's got to be better. He's got to be better. His mechanics are all off. His confidence is shot, it seems. I don't know. Like, um, and, you know, we talked about Carson Wentz. We've talked about him a lot. I don't know. He doesn't seem to care. You know what I mean? Like, he's sort of like, you know, well, life's good and, you know, praise Jesus type of guy. It's, yeah, man, I'm all about praising Jesus and stuff, but I'm also about winning football games. Jesus wants you to win. <laughs> all right. And I think they have the perfect opportunity this week to get uh, to get better. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what right now. If the Philadelphia Eagles don't destroy the Cincinnati Bengals, and I say destroy, I mean comfortably win and cover, then they really do have major problems. The Cincinnati Bengals are, are you know, they're a team going in the right direction. Joe Burrow looks like he's the real deal. They do have some talent on the offensive side of the football. But Joe Burrow's yard per pass is an NFL league low, all right? Burrow is struggling on throwing the ball deep down the field. Everything is sort of dink and dunk. They're going to be playing from behind. I think there's points in this game. Steve Merrill brought up he thinks this game can go under the number. I don't think so. Maybe like I don't know if he thinks Philadelphia is just going to shut down Cincinnati, but I think Cincinnati has shown, you know, they scored 13 points in, in the first week, but then they what? They put up 30 against the Browns. They're not going to put up 30 in this game, but I think this game's going to go over the number. I think the Eagles win like 35-17, 30-21. Maybe like they're up 30-13 to 13 or something like that late and the Bengals score. But this, to me, you've got, a, you've got a football team. They're healthier right now as well. This is as healthy as the Philadelphia Eagles have been um, so far this year. Miles Sanders was good last week. Miles Sanders should like kill these guys. Like, and honestly, if I'm the if I'm if I'm Doug Peterson and I'm the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff, I'm taking the game out of Carson Wentz's hands a bit here. All right, listen, I'm not giving up on Carson Wentz. I think he's a good quarterback. I always thought he was overrated, but I think he's good. But my point is, he's struggling right now. Just make things easy. Just hand the damn football off. Give the ball to Miles Sanders. All right. Give the ball to Miles Sanders 22 times. He'll rush for like 128 yards, and you'll win the football game by 10 or 14 points. You know, if you want to start throwing a ball all the time, 
you know, Carson's going to turn it over. And, you know, weird things will start to happen. You're going to find yourself in a football game. It's a weird number, four and a half. And, you know, I'm way more of an underdog better when it comes to betting football uh, sides. But I'm not taking the Bengals here. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are the right side. I think the Philadelphia Eagles beat them, like I said. They'll beat them, like, convincingly. It's time for the Eagles to have, like, a good, um, you know, a fun afternoon. You know what I mean? Celebrations in the end zone. And, you know, celebrations in the end zone. And, you know, Carson Wentz running around and making plays. And everybody's happy. And the Eagles need this game. And they're playing the perfect team to get this game. I'm not a big, I'm not the, the biggest, oh, a team needs it. It means they're going to win. Yeah. If everybody got what, you know what I mean? They, they, you know, all they needed. Teams that need to win means they're not very good. But for me, it's who they're playing. And the Cincinnati Bengals are the perfect opponent for the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Play the points with the birds. Sports Rage continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am a Red Sea fan. Your Rage. Tony Finn lost in the desert. Someone called 911. We're missing a, a, middle-aged, um, a middle-aged handicapper wearing a, a Kansas City Royals baseball jersey. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony Finn <laughs> missing. Missing persons. Yeah, I like to report a missing person. Uh, yeah, how old is he? Um, 56. <laughs> Where was he last seen? Um, South Point uh, Casino. Tony Finn. Um, all right, so we uh, we'll, we hope everything's all right uh, with Tony on this uh, Friday night. Uh, but I think we'll get by. We got a million NFL games I want to get to and, uh, and break down uh, here. Um, all right, so we were just talking about, uh, we were talking about the Bengals and Eagles. I told you I like the Falcons minus the three, although I, it does feel like a push to me, but I think the Falcons, maybe the Falcons by four. Let's say Falcons 27-23. Falcons 27-23. Falcons cover and the game goes over the number, over to 47. I feel the same way about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this game is going to get there. It's 47. Cincinnati will do enough. Cincinnati will score 17, 20 points or so, and um, and Philly rolls. Let's say 34 34-20 in that ballpark. Listen, I'm not betting uh, exact final scores here, right? So, but I'm going to say in that ballpark. Uh, Houston Texans. Uh, the Houston Texans. This point spread baffles me. Out of all the games uh, this week, this might be one of the um, this might be one of the stranger point spreads to me, just in the sense that why is this only four points and Right now, if you're tuning in to me, you're listening to a voice who bets on the Houston Texans a lot. All right? I'm always betting on the Texans. Dude, I bet on the Texans in two games already this year. 
I took them against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I took them against uh, the Baltimore Ravens. How'd that work out? I'm 0-2. You know, fortunately, both games went over. That's what salvaged it for me. Um, you know, but you know, I can't just keep on taking Houston every week. We had Cousin Sal on, on Game Time Decisions tonight. And I remember last week, both me and Sal agreed that we liked Houston getting a seven and a half against uh, Baltimore, and Baltimore rolled them. Bill O'Brien doesn't change. I can't do it. Like, you know what I mean? I brought this up after losing with Houston uh, a couple of times. And I'm, I'm going to say this again. And it's it's a reminder for all you people that blame everybody all the time, like mostly everybody. All right? You blame everyone else for your own problems. It's the modern, welcome to, like, the modern, like, uh, human. It's everyone else's fault, right? Every, it's not my fault. It's everyone else's fault. So if you lose a bet on the Houston Texans, don't say, oh, Bill O'Brien's an idiot. We know Bill O'Brien's an idiot. You're an idiot for betting on him. I'm an idiot for betting on him. You know, this is a sort of real-life gambling sort of correlation here, but, you know, everybody, like I said, your life is because it is what it is. I get it. There are some people like Frank Grimes on The Simpsons that are incredibly unlucky. All right, you'll see, you know, you'll see on TV, uh, some guy got struck by lightning four times in his life. All right, yes, there are people that are unlucky. There are people that are unfortunate. But for the most part, for the most part, all of our, you know what I mean? All of our issues in our world, in our life, are self-created. It's not anyone else's fault. I know everyone blames everyone now, especially nowadays in the modern stuff with the pro, like everyone, it's like, dude, Everything's everyone else's fault, right? Like, um, you know, I don't have a job. I don't have money. It's the government's fault. It's his fault. It's it's her fault. It's everyone's fault. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's your fault. <laughs> Look in the mirror. So where I'm going with this is I'm not doing it again. I'm not betting on a Houston Texans and then crying about how Bill O'Brien sucks after. All right. I know Bill O'Brien sucks. I know Bill O'Brien's going to run the football, even if they're down by 14. And I'll tell you what. I've liked Deshaun Watson as much as anybody. I wanted the Buffalo Bills to draft Deshaun Watson. All right? Like, I, I'm, I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan. But Bill O'Brien has worn Deshaun Watson out, man. He's broken his will, okay? Deshaun is the second richest guy in the National Football League. He makes the second most money in the league after Mahomes. I think Watson's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. I never thought I would have $300 million. Now I do, so life's good. Whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, I got a stooge of a coach. It is what it is. But... I don't know, man. Every in, in the first two weeks of this year, the Houston Texans have been down in these games, and Deshaun Watson, like, there's no hurry up. He like he stands there. He lets the play clock go down. Like they're up by 17. I can't take it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. So I don't know. I don't understand this point spread. And I know Cam and Cousin Sal. Oh yeah, yeah the Texans. Oh, I know it's four, but it's four for a reason because they're going to be in it and stuff. Yeah, not. Yeah, good luck with that. Good, good, good luck with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? And in fact, and in fact, and listen, the Houston Texans, I don't want to pick on these guys. Say you want to open, you want to talk about a tough schedule? They opened up with Kansas City and they played Baltimore. And now they're at Pittsburgh. It's almost like the league's trying to get O'Brien fired. But I think Pittsburgh's the play, to be honest. I think Pittsburgh's the play. It's only four. Like, you know, we can, you can, you can try to be cute and outthink yourself. You can be cute and outthink yourself. 
Um, and oh yeah, you know, yeah, they suck, but it's only four. I'm gonna try to read between the numbers here with the odds maker. Or you could just keep it simple, stupid, and say, you know what, Pittsburgh's a better football team. They're playing at home. And uh like and also Houston, like they lose Hopkins, and the the problem with these guys is they're not that good. Brandon Cooks is okay. He's not as good as he was years ago. And Cooks is suddenly their best guy. Fuller's hurt. Kenny Stills couldn't catch an STD from a Kardashian. And, you know, like, I don't know. Like, Kenny Stills, I've seen a couple of times this year. It's like, bro, like, why are you turning around the wrong way? Like, Deshaun just put it right there. Like, Kenny Stills, like, he's lost it. And, you know, it's just, I can't take this team. Getting four points only. They should be getting seven points. If they were getting seven points, then even then I'd regret taking them, and I would take them. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are actually to play. Big Card Julio steps up and in. We could have waited to the break. Let's bring Big Card Julio away. We got a couple of minutes uh, right now. 844-843-6879. Big Card Julio knows the number. What's up, Julio? Gabe, how's it going? Great call tonight with the uh, overtime in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Tip of the cap. Uh, I'll be quick because I've got a bunch of plays that I'm uh, looking at for this weekend. Give me Leeds United on Sunday in the English Premier League. This is a side that's going to be very, very talented, uh, newly promoted out of the championship. They're taking on Sheffield United, who have an an incredible time uh, not finding the back of the net. Team can't score. Give me Leeds United on the money line as the underdog at uh, plus 125. And I'm also taking the over two and a half goals. Tomorrow, Syria A. AC Milan minus one and a half. They're taking on a side that's newly promoted. Milan rested most of their starters midweek in the Europa League. Give me AC Milan tomorrow minus one and a half. Chelsea against West Brom in the EPL over two and a half goals at minus 155. Give me RB Leipzig in the German Bundesliga as I sip on this German beer right now. RB Leipzig plus 120 against Bayern Leverkusen. Inter Milan minus one, minus one twelve against Florentina. Atalanta minus one fifty five money line against Torino. College football over forty nine points. Kentucky and Auburn. I'm leaning Georgia Southern plus eleven and a half against Louisiana Lafayette. Their star running back Elijah Mitchell and several other starters out for tomorrow's eleven a.m. kickoff, nine a.m. Pacific time kickoff. So give me, uh, yeah, give me Georgia Southern plus eleven and a half points. UTEP, Louisiana Monroe under fifty points, over forty-five in Army Cincinnati game. NFL. Give me over 46 and a half points. Bills and Rams. It's a great teaser total as well, I believe. Give me the Titans. Money line, minus 141. I think Matt Ryan and Mitch Trubisky will both throw an interception on Sunday. Trubisky's minus 143. (laughs) Matt Ryan's over 107. David Montgomery, he's going to catch a lot from the backfield, I believe. His total is so low at 14 and a half. I've got to take the over 14 and a half receiving yards for David Montgomery in the Bears Atlanta game. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins over six and a half receptions gave. Mike Evans anytime touchdown plus 130 against the Broncos. Leonard Fournette anytime touchdown plus 150. Russell Wilson over 27 and a half rushing yards Sunday afternoon. Minus 112. Give me Dak Prescott over 15 and a half rushing yards, Gabe. And my teasers for Sunday, the Bears, the Raiders, Bills, Rams, total, Tampa Bay, 
and the Packers and the Saints over are some of the teasers I enjoy. Let me catch my breath, Gabe. It's a lot of picks, Julio. <laughs> it's a uh, lot of picks. It's just a weekend, my friend. Uh, you know people people listen, listen to the podcast. You. I can't criticize you. I played yeah, I 23 picks yesterday, but tonight I played eight only. I pared it down a little bit. I needed, you know, you got you to decompress a little bit. It's a lot, lot of picks <laughs> you got there. But I understand you're mixing in every every league. You got Germany. You got Italy. You had the England, EPL. You got college football. You got NFL football. You got NFL props. You got all the uh, you got all the uh, the food groups covered. And give me uh, Israel Alessandra tomorrow. I'm tailing Gamlu uh, in the uh, UFC pay per view. And some of these uh, some of these soccer teams you can mix them in your you can mix them in your parlays along with Israel Alessandra at nice plus value, and then hedge like a gardener with uh, Costa in the main event. All right. Um... Best of luck. May the winners be yours. Big card Julio, Chicago. And now you see why we call him a big card Julio. Yeah, we'll get into the UFC a little bit. Yeah, Israel Adesanya is 19 and 0. And, you know, like I said earlier about the Pittsburgh Steelers, some things you don't want to overthink. And why overthink a fighter that's 19 and 0 that's never lost before? Although he's fighting a fighter that's 13 and 0. That fighter hasn't fought anybody. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bet it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Sports rage. Late night continues. Uh, there's our parlay producer right there. That's uh, that's our boy. There's uh, Yang yelling at the TV, watching the Atlanta Falcons let the uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, come back. Just pick up the ball. Just pick up the ball. Uh, we'll get back to the football. Let me just clearly uh, update uh, things here right now. Major League Baseball, the playoffs started right now. The Rays versus the Jays. Rays versus the Jays. That would be a fun series, actually, but I think the Rays would win. Uh, the Twins and the Indians, ooh, big time. Uh, twins are one of the hottest teams, uh, were one of the hottest teams uh, earlier this year, but it's, you know, you look at the White Sox, you look at the Twins, and now suddenly I wouldn't want to be playing Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, man, Ramirez has been killing it. Uh, so I would say that the Indians will beat the Twins. Uh, Athletics and Astros, hell of a series, but I think the A's would beat the Strohs. White Sox and Yankees. This one's fun. This one's fun. But, you know, Yankee fan, I heard, um, you know, I heard Carver and Farrell. Oh, yeah, the Twins have no chance against the Yankees. Like, Yankee fans really, like, act like they win every year or something. Like, they haven't won in a long time, guys, right? You know, like, listen, I know. I did the show, um, you know, in New York for years that, 
Like Yankee, the there's a level of arrogance around a Yankee, you know, fan base that they're like they're the best all the time. It's like, yeah, you were the best. Derek Jeter's like fat and old now, right? You know, you haven't been the best since then. <laughs> okay, so it just is, right? You know what I mean? Facts are facts, but so I don't know. The, the White Sox would be White Sox Yankees would be a fun series, but White Sox are, um, you know, they're kind of stumbling down the stretch here right now. Dodgers Giants, that'd be cool. Dodgers will roll them in two. Uh, Braves Reds, Braves will beat the Reds. Cubs, Marlins, and, you know, listen, man, I'm, I see on Twitter right now, you think the Marlins just won the World Series. Congratulations to Derek Jeter, um, you know, this, and that, like, honestly, like, I swear to God, you look on Twitter, you like, you think, like, the Marlins, like, did something really big tonight. It's funny, huh? Like, the Blue Jays made the playoffs, not the same reaction, right? Dude, how, like, you got to be useless, Okay. You've got to be useless. It's like, 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 honestly, like if you didn't make the playoffs this year in baseball, you know why you didn't make the playoffs? Because you were a sub 500 team. And so, you know what? Applause for everyone for going 500 and getting in the playoffs. Pardon me if I don't give a crap. I don't have a problem with the World Series champion because I know these scrub teams aren't going to be there anyways in the end. Right, the Marlins ain't going to the World Series, guys. All right, the Marlins are gonna get bounced right away. So, I'm not putting an asterisk next to anything, even though baseball is the one. Like baseball has been more bastardized this year than any of the other leagues. But you didn't hear me. Like I don't. There's nothing to like. Th- th- you didn't make the playoffs. Like basically, you did, but you didn't. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like whatever, dude. You played a 60 game season. And more than half the league gets in, as I stated. You know, like if you didn't make it, it just means you're terrible. It just means you're a useless, bad baseball team. Not one good baseball team is going to miss the playoffs this year. You know what I mean? Like normally in the old days, you'd be like, man, that team was damn good. They won 94 games. They didn't even get in the playoffs. Not one good team's not getting in. San Diego and St. Louis uh, as well. All right, now I'm just getting mad. Screw baseball. Um, all right, back to, uh, man, I love baseball, but screw them. Back to football. Let's do it. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. And speaking of Las Vegas as well, uh, we've called the uh, LVPD, and uh, we're, we're, we've uh, reported a missing person um, in, uh, in Tony Finn. Uh, as we stated, last seen at the South Point, <laughs> South Point Casino, placing action on Saturday's uh, college football card. So the Raiders are getting five and a half in this game against the New England Patriots. Real tough spot for the Raiders to be in. They played on Monday night, and, you know, there weren't fans, but it was still a big-time sort of emotional game for them. They finally open up their new stadium. They're finally in Las Vegas. And and they responded. And now listen, it's not like the Patriots in a great spot. The Patriots played on Sunday night, and they played a real track meet. But what we saw, we've seen the Patriots offense is just, you know, is getting better. And even though 
even though like you got two games of game tape right now, it's not a lot. You don't really have a lot. You don't really know what the Patriots are going to do still. And they're showing Cam Newton can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He can do a lot of things with it. I think the Raiders are a good football team. I think the Raiders are a playoff caliber football team. Because, of course, like every league, we've added playoff spots. So they've added another playoff spot in the NFL. So instead of six teams per conference, now seven teams per conference will make it. So there's actually an extra playoff spot now. So it's not crazy to say the Raiders can make the playoffs. But without being stated, it's not a good spot for them. I'm not ready to lay the points with the Patriots, though. I will lay the points with the other games, though. And I'm an underdog guy, but I'm going to lay the points with the Falcons. I'll lay the points with the Eagles. I'll lay the points with the Steelers. Raiders, Patriots, I lean with the Patriots, but we're not going to bet on every game. Uh, I will be betting on the Rams and the Buffalo Bills. I said it earlier in the week, um, the Bills... The Bills' offense is better than people realize. And, you know, you can hate on Josh Allen all you want out there, and people can, oh, no, we'll see about that and this, and like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Josh Allen doesn't care what you think. The guy's like a multimillionaire, and he's on a damn good football team, and he's putting up sick numbers and breaking records every week. So I don't think he really cares what some loser um, uh, in a chat room says. But it's not just losers in chat rooms. It's also losers in suits on TV. And, you know, even if, dude, Josh Allen will never be. Unless Josh Allen wins the Super Bowl, he'll always get criticized. Because you know why? Because people don't want to admit they were wrong. They'll always just move the goalpost after. You know, where are all the jackass losers that said that Sam Darnold's better than Josh Allen? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, how's that? Baker Mayfield. Yeah, okay. Baker Mayfield will be signing autographs in a mall in Oklahoma in two years. Anyways, the Buffalo Bills are going to win the football game. They're going to win the game, and they're going to win the game due to their offense. Jalen Ramsey runs his mouth all the time. You don't really back it up all that much, bro. Yeah, you're all right. You're pretty good. I don't know. The biggest play of your career you ever made is you fooled a referee after Michael Gallup beat you. So I guess that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Josh Allen's already punked your sorry ass once. You trash talk Josh Allen. He ran your ass over, spiked the ball in your face. And what did you do? Nothing. Josh Allen would kick the crap out of Jalen Ramsey. He's like way bigger. Like Jalen Ramsey, talk, 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 talk. Stephon Diggs is going to burn your ass, bro. Stephon Diggs will burn his ass. And... Um, and if it's, if 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 Jalen Ramsey actually makes some, you know what I mean, takes digs out of it, so what? John Brown will get him. And the Buffalo Bills defense will get to Jared Goff. And Jared Goff is, I like Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff's good. But Jared Goff in the play action, we know, man, you run the play action 48% of the time. So if you're the Buffalo Bills, you just tell them, don't bite. Don't bite. He's running a play action. If they're dropping back, it's a play action. You know what I mean? It's the way to protect Jared Goff. And it's been working, but the Bills are going to outscore them. The Bills are going to outscore them, and I can't wait to see Josh Allen to Diggs and beat Jalen Ramsey again like he already did when he was on the Jaguars. That was the game the Jazz completely melted down. It was great. (laughs) Jalen Ramsey talked all the smack. The Bills kicked the crap out of him. They picked on Ramsey. Ramsey had a horrible game. Leonard Fournette started a fight on the goal line. 
Uh, it was it was great. The Jags just imploded against Buffalo. They've never been the same. The organization was never the same after that game, actually. Um, so, anyways, the Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Rams. Uh, San Francisco, and I apologize to any Ram fans tuning in right now, actually. Oh, wait, that's right. There aren't any. Um, so, San Francisco 49ers are getting uh, three and a half points, uh, are laying three and a half points to the New York Giants. And I'm taking the Giants here in this game. I'm taking the Giants. San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers. I'm getting confused with Giants. San Francisco Giants, San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, ah, ah. <laughs> but San Francisco 49ers laying three and a half to the New York Giants. I'm just talking about the San Francisco Giants. That's why they're called the New York football Giants, because, you know, the Giants used to be baseball in New York, too. Imagine that, New York Giants, baseball. That's why you hear it. You still hear old school people reference the New York football Giants. Give me the football Giants. Give me the football Giants, all right? I like to believe, not always, but I like to believe that hard work in, in life um, pays off. and. The Giants have been working hard. They deserve something good to happen to them. You know, once again, it comes down to turnovers. All right, listen, they don't have Saquon Barkley fine. They'll be fine running the ball. Saquon wasn't doing anything anyways. As good as Saquon Barkley is, he doesn't do anything for the Giants. So uh, so Saquon's out. They'll be fine. San Francisco has, you know, Nick Mullins at quarterback. Uh, Nick Bosa's out for the year. Solomon Thomas is out for the year. Richard Sherman is out. Raheem Mostert is out. Like, you're literally playing the San Francisco backups. And it's a back-to-back on the East Coast for San Francisco. No excuses for the Giants here. Giants should win this game outright. I'm taking them uh, plus the three and a half, and I'm going to take them on the money line as well. Mike Zimmer and the Vikings, he makes a living versus non-division opponents. But Kirk Cousins blows, man. I was wrong. I'm often right, and I'll boast, and hey, hey, look at me. I made a great call, but I was wrong. I thought Kirk Cousins would have a good year this year. He's terrible. The play calling is terrible. The The secondary is terrible. I don't know, man. Like Normally, the Minnesota Vikings are as consistent as rain in the Pacific Northwest, and they're not now. Their defense is spotty. Their play calling is terrible. Kirk Cousins throws for like 16 yards a half. They don't trust them. Like I said, like they're out of sync, man. And they don't have fans to save their ass, right? Like that's what, you know, it's it's cool and it's not. But teams get exposed now with no fans and they don't have fans to save their ass. I don't know. I think Tennessee can beat them. I think Tennessee is the real deal. I think Tennessee are a good football team. Problem with Minnesota is they don't stop the run and they're not good against the pass. It's a bad combo. And oh yeah, you have a bad quarterback. You add it all up, that's not good. It's like, how's your football team? Well, other than the fact that we can't stop the pass, we can't stop the run, and we can't throw the ball, but we have a good running back. Like, they got problems. And the thing is, Tennessee can do anything. Tennessee can throw the ball with Tannehill. They got good wide receivers. Um, or they can kill you running it with Derrick Henry. I don't like picking on the Vikings, but give me the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Washington and Cleveland passed. Carolina and the Chargers. Give me the Carolina Panthers plus the six and a half points. Jets are going to get murdered by the Colts. Give me the Cowboys plus the five. Sports Rage, late night, bring it.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night, quickest 120 minutes in sports. I got to tell you, this is really quick tonight. Wow. All right, we're going to try to rattle off some picks for you right now. But as far as Tony Finn is concerned, we have an update. And um, no jokes. Oh, no, no, we're not kidding right now. We're glad he's all right. But I knew, I knew Yang, when I joked earlier about a missing person and stuff. I'm like, man, I've actually known someone in Las Vegas that was missing, and they turned up dead. So it's like I realized after. I was like, I really shouldn't joke about missing people. Um, Tony Finn. We get a message from Tony. Uh, Gabe, back at my office, got into a car accident. Tony got into a car accident. Minor. He's okay. He's okay, but nevertheless, got into a car accident. Um, and uh, says he doesn't have my cell phone number, so couldn't call and uh, and uh, and tell us. He apologizes. He says he's ready to come on right now, although we're ending the show in 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 two minutes. But um, so we're glad you're all right, Tony. Um, and uh, Tony Finn will join us on Sunday night. All right, so uh, we're glad we're glad Tony's all right. Listen, guys, in life, man, you know, you bet on these games and we can complain about this and bitch about that call. But, you know, seriously, I'm glad Tony is all right. You get people getting car accidents and die all the time. So uh, enjoy. Enjoy the time that we have here. Although I will say we we enjoy it more if we we if we win. (laughs) So college football. All right. Give me the Kentucky Wildcats plus the points Uh, plus uh, plus six and a half. Give me Louisville plus the two and a half. Give me Syracuse plus seven and a half. Give me Army and Cincinnati over 45. This is crazy, but give me Arkansas plus 27 and a half. Give me Mississippi State plus 16 and a half. Give me Mizzou plus 27 and a half against Alabama. As you can tell, I like the underdogs in the National Football League. We like the favorites. Minus three with the Falcons. Minus four and a half with the Eagles. Minus four with the Steelers. Uh, minus uh, one and a half with the Bills, although we'll just money line the Bills play. Uh, give me the Cowboys plus five. Packers uh, get it done against the Saints. We'll be on live NFL Sunday, one o'clock Eastern with Joe Lee. The other night you're on your own. Later. 